warning. What follows is a battle of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Feared, a barely educational podcast about folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. card matches up to start here we certainly do i just get into it yeah we can get into it because last episode we did the weird division and we knocked out that first round yep and now we're doing it for the fear division what is this called again the spooky time battle royale championship of the world yep that's the one so what matchup do we have to start us off the chupacabra versus the boobock interesting chupacabra is a goat sucker yeah or a vampire alien, depending on which way you want to go. The lore can vary, right? Yeah, pretty wildly. Yeah. And the Boobock. Hey, remind me of all of his characteristics that are incredible. Uh, he's a horrifying scarecrow man that hops around on his spine and is pulled by a chariot of black cats. Uh, I think he lures you in by screaming for help or sounding like a child? I don't remember exactly how he... He sounds like he's in distress, yeah, yeah. either way, yeah. And then he murders you, and, then... and he adds you to his leather jacket. That's right! He's got a leather yeah. jacket made of human flesh. Yep. And he hops around on his spinal cord. Mm-hmm. When he's not being pulled by his chariot. Right. When he's not, when he lowers himself down to our level, and not the level of a regal man who is, in fact... Being pulled by two giant cats. Mm-hmm. All right, so I just need to take a drink of my beverage to prepare for what's going to happen there. Um, we also need to figure out where they are having this confrontation. That's true. I got to pull that from the hat. Is it a hat of human flesh? No. Okay. Werewolf Springs. All right, so... Kind of a parky area, forest, got some springs, some water, so we're outside. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where the Chupacabra lives. He lives outside. They both do. And the Boobock. I mean, does, he doesn't have a home. Uh, maybe hell. <laughs> when he goes home. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. But maybe he parked his chariot of cats. And he went for like a stroll yeah. or a hop. A hop. A maybe pogo he's try bounce. To lure something in. Yeah. And the uh, chupacabra mm-hmm. is like, oh, shit. Those cats are tied up, and I'm hungry. Okay, I see that. So he wants some He wants some uh, delicious treats, some kitty treats in the form of actual cats. Yeah. Then he gets closer. Does he realize that they're larger than normal cats? Are these cats, like, bigger than, like, lions and shit, too? Or is it, like, a lion-sized cat? I just remember them being large cats, so... So just, like, a something like that? I, I guess... Th- I mean, they'd have to be bigger than house cats. Right, right. That's what I mean. I want to know, is it like a, 
like a wildcat or like in like, like a, a big, panther. Yeah, like something like that. Or if it's like a ridiculous like supernatural beast that is like, you know, huge. Just like a 12 foot tiger. Something weird like that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know either. So perhaps I assume like a but, black panther. Since, all right. So since it's a black cat. That's large fair. black. All cat. right. That's fair. All right. So basically it's something that Chupacabra could go after. Yeah. It we, goes for cows, which are a little bit more. Yeah. Docile. That's true. So maybe it maybe he gets up there and he's like, oh, no, maybe maybe I better rethink this. Yeah. It's like, oh, and there's two of them. At least two. Is there two? Yeah. All at right. least two, I think. So he's outnumbered. And we've discussed many times how cats are anything to mess with because they've got teeth and claws. Mm-hmm. They almost have actual hands. They can hold stuff. Like a dog can't hold stuff, really. Oh, okay. But a cat can, like, hold stuff. Sure. So, like, but not like raccoon hands. Those are closer to actual hands. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> but not like monkey hands because those are even closer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Not primate hands or marsupial hands or rodent hands. Um, yes. They're more dexterous. So in a battle, um, the Chupacabra might be in a little bit of trouble against two cats. It's like, wow, they can manipulate things with their hands. Yeah, he's like, oh my gosh. No, but he probably realizes they're, he's not, not making an easy meal of that. So I don't know. He wanders around until he hears something screaming in the distance. That works. I was also going to ask, how smart is a Chupacabra? Is he pretty intelligent? It varies. <laughs> like, because the chupacabra I'm envisioning, after he's all about that, like he goes out to kill the cats. He's like, all right, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm fucking hungry. I kill things. I eat animals. I'm going to go eat these animals. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to eat these animals. Oh, but they're kind of bigger and larger than I expected. And then he's like, oh, I've never seen cats tied up to some kind of transportation device before. Um, so what am I actually supposed to be afraid of here? Something is way off about this entire situation. Yeah. And then he hears the screaming. Yeah. In the distance. In the field. And then... In the springs. Investigates because... Thinks it's an easy meal because something's wounded or... Yeah, I think that feels right. Yeah. He's like, oh, good. I won't have to try so hard. Oh, maybe just a person with a chariot pulled by giant cats. I can deal with that. That's fine. Right, piece of cake. Yeah, they left their cats over here tied up. I can go get this person. Mm-hmm. So he keeps looking. He's rummaging around. He's smelling. Chupacabras, I assume, can smell very well. Probably. Uh, I would assume so. They're good hunters. I guess. So then he gets catches a whiff of human flesh. Yeah. So like, okay, I'm into it. Yeah. It smells, it smells kind of old, but also fresh. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. That's a little stranger. Not super pumped about what that's about. And then he sees a human figure just standing still. He's like, oh, there's my guy. Yeah. Maybe goes in for the attack. Thinks he's got a surprise advantage. Yeah, he charges in because he's like, whatever, I'm hungry. Fuck those cats. Fuck that chariot. It's time to eat. This guy's done. I'm going to destroy him. Yeah. And then the boobock springs his trap. Mm Mm-hmm. And how does he... um... How does he kill people again? Wasn't there a specific way he had? I don't think so. I think he just ripped them apart. All right. And that's how he wore their skin. Oh, my God. Like, he had no means of, like, draining blood. It is just like a ripping and a tearing, shredding, and a bledding. 
yeah, I think he just murdered them, shredded them, cut them up. Uh, He also was known to throw kids in sacks and carry them off and then murder them. So Okay. Yeah. So the chupacabra comes out. His curiosity is perhaps going to cause him some pain here because he goes in for the attack and then the boobock just like unleashes his own fury of slashing and gnashing and I imagine them wrestling with a spinal cord like jumping around. Would he use the spinal cord as like a weapon to stab him? Probably not. Probably I mean, not. He can jump on it. It's like a tail. Yeah. He probably can't strangle him with his spinal cord, right? It's not a thing he does. Maybe. All right. I keep don't know. that in mind. Um, I just imagine them tossing and turning throughout like the springs in some forested area or an open field. They fell into that. And they're just like cutting each other up. Mm-hmm. But the boobock doesn't really have human flesh. He's a skeleton man. Mm-hmm. So the trooper car was probably biting him and cutting him. But it's just like on bone. And who knows if how much pain the boobock even feels? Um, I don't know because he harvests souls too. Jesus so. Christ! I so, don't know. Do we have to ask the question everybody's wondering? Does he stuff the chupacabra in a sack and that? And does the chupacabra have a soul? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. I know. There's no way. You know, two questions because that sack is going to happen. He's going to get stuck in a sack. I just feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. The Bubak, maybe not expecting this to come after him, but he was trying to get something to come for him. Springs his trap. Right, because that's just what he does. And who knows why they're both summoned here or put them in this location. I know but, why. Yeah. You do? To fight. <laughs> right. That's true. But by who or what? Us. an open question. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're trying to add another level of narrative to this. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the yeah, I think the boo box ready for it. Throws it in the sack, smashes it, rips it apart, adds it to his jacket. The boo box has a chupacabra jacket. Mm-hmm. He's done. He got him. He went out hard. He went out earlier than I would imagine since he got stuck in that wild card. That's true, but I mean, first round battle, you know, wild card, first coming up. He went up against the Bubak. If he perhaps would have went up against like a Wapaloozy, wouldn't he wouldn't uh fared so poorly. Right. All right, well, let's get to the uh the next wild card slot. Sure. We have the Grafton Monster. Versus killer clowns. Grafton monster is a big giant beast with no head. Really, it's in his shoulders. Yeah. Um, and killer clowns are clowns that wander the streets with weapons. Correct. So, is the Grafton monster battling multiple clowns? It says clowns. I would think so. All right. Should we figure out how many clowns? This always becomes an issue eventually during the conversation. How many clowns are wandering a specific location? Because I guess we need to know where they are at. I don't know which one of those was the one I rolled, so I'll oh, roll right. again. That's fine. A good amount. How many? Five. Oh, <laughs> that's a good gang of clowns. Yeah. All right. What, um, do, they, what do you call it? A group of clowns like that. Um, I'm going to call it the gathering. A gathering. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah, you got there. 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 that works. Yeah. A gathering of clowns. So where where is the Grafton monster and these clowns gathered? Somewhere very important, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll add a huge element to the battle. Oh, one of them's getting the third man. Okay. Interesting. I feel okay. So I guess we have to figure out who who gets the moral support of the third man, the Grafton monster, or this group of killer clowns. Third I mean, man. Do we just add a, a sixth clown if they get it, or do they all get the moral support? They all have their own buddy, even though they're not they're not by I don't themselves. Know, that seems too much. <laughs> I mean, it's the third man, dude. All right, let's see who gets it first, and then we'll figure it out. Yeah. Grafton monster will be odds. Killer clowns even. Mm-hmm. Even. So the clowns... So the clowns get the third The man. problem we were hoping we didn't have to solve has yep. now found us. Yep. Uh, I think we just give him an extra clown as support. Like a physical clown? Yeah. Because the third man is incorporeal. Well... So he's got a... Find a ghost clown. Good. All right. So... Last episode, we discussed the third man may or may not be an onlooker named Steven. I'm not saying that's the case now, but I just want people to imagine whatever made-up character they invented last time now in a clown suit. Yeah. Who's like, you got it, guys. He's one monster. There's five of you. Six plus me. Mm-hmm. Plus me is six. Yeah, he's just cheering him on. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, go beat him up. And the Grafton monster's like, what am I doing? Why am I here? But he's pretty he's big, He's right? massive. He's giant. How soft is he? I feel like he's covered in fur, but I feel like underneath yeah. that fur he could be ripped and solid. Mm-hmm. Tough to, much like a discussion we had involving a grizzly bear of how tough it is. I don't think a grafted monster is like not tough. I wouldn't think so. I mean, he's solid. Every time, if you Google a picture of the grafted monster, he's this furry, ripped creature with no head. I mean, the head's in his shoulders. He has no like. It's like a bodybuilding Sasquatch. Basically, yeah. He has no neck. Mm-hmm. That's a better word. He's got no neck. He's all shoulders. And he's giant. Like 8 to 12 feet tall. It's a big guy. Bigger than a human. Bigger than five clowns with their sixth friend. Their mystery friend. Mm-hmm. So a swarm of clowns just starts beating him with weapons. Yeah. I, I mean, I assume they have, like, bats and knives, because that's what you typically see the killer clowns with. Of course. Like yeah, any of those Simple things. weapons. Mm-hmm. Nothing, yeah. Like, no rifles or anything. No. Graft the monster. Man, if <laughs> Does that clown have an air? Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, no. We got to go. Is this a clown on the edge of the corner of a street just going, just unloading clips into the air? It's like, oh, my God, No. But that's not what these clowns have. Bats and knives. Blunt objects. Yeah. Maybe an axe if you really want to. I think we still got to pull a location though, right? Yeah, we do, yeah. Okay. This is going to be... Is it an- <laughs> Why did we pick this as a location? What is it? The Jameson family murder it's scene. not <laughs> good. Okay. All oh, right, man. so, so it's just in the woods. It's just the woods, correct? It's just the woods. It's a very bad name for a specific spot in a specific woods. Yeah. Um, and again, we don't know if if I was to add another layer of narrative to this story, we don't know why this 
area is so central to this battle, but it is. And then the Grafton monster has been summoned with five clowns and their sixth mystery support ghost clown who might be named Steven or whatever clown name you want to think about. Um, here, where a bad thing happened, fighting. So the Grafton monster is like plowing through the woods. You know, he's like, what the fuck? You know, as most, as these battles often go. Then he just sees a bunch of like clowns standing around who yeah. kind of look confused with their own clown makeup. So like, and they got each other. It's like, what are we doing? As they're like hitting their bats, looking scary because that's all they know how to do. That's what they're doing. Yeah. We don't know what these clowns do when they're not dressed like clowns. Are they never not dressed like clowns? I don't think so. This might be their whole life. Could be. I don't know if they're a separate species of any kind, but they're clowns with blunt objects and the crafted monsters in the woods. And I feel like it's just an all out brawl. They're beating him. They're cutting him. And he's just like throwing them, you know, multiple meters. Yeah, I mean, bashing them against trees. Mm-hmm. Maybe ripping one's head off. Now you're like me. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, and Steven, guy, the ghost clown, is like, no, 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 I'm trying to help. What? Like, I'm not helping that one. That it's one's like, a lost cause. Like, well, I failed there. Yeah. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. And then one guy like loses his arm. The thing's just like it's pull, just pulling arms out of sockets. Correct. I feel it has this power. This is how I envision the Grafton monster. All right. And then one guy runs at him, and the Grafton mon- monster just like punches him and like blows him in half. Hmm. And, oh my god! So he, this guy just looks like a boobock now. The Grafton monster's like the Hulk. I think so. Unless you can tell me why he's not, because I'm open to any ideas. He's Let's a giant monster, and there are five of them. Sure, but like, and I know like throughout human history. We've taken down giant creatures with skill and ingenuity, mm-hmm. weapons. But if they just got like bats and knives, and like I don't, and like I said, even maybe an axe. Jokes, because they're clowns. Oh god, are they? Are they given punchlines before like he literally like severs them with his punches? <laughs> maybe. Okay. I'm not thinking of any clown jokes. I'm okay. trying. To, I'm trying to stop because I don't know what. I don't know what a clown would say to a crafted monster if he's trying to be like the fucking, like the Joker. I don't know what they do in this situation. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, they're definitely landing some blows on him. Some of them got knives. Like he's got to be not he's, feeling great. No, he's getting hurt. He's getting perhaps bruised. So what, we got three left? Yeah. I think you ripped one's head off, lost an arm. Yeah. Punched the other guy's torso off. Yeah. So well, if it was five, well, there's two clowns left in a, the third man. That fits, because he's there. He's like, okay, you guys are really in survival mode. It's do or die. They didn't really believe in me and what I could do. Mm-hmm. But you guys, you know there's no choice but to win. There's no choice but to live. So that gives them the extra oomph, where maybe if the Grafton monster swings his whole arm at him, they're more alert so they can dodge it and stab him a few more times. Okay. And then the other one... Is like, you know, he feels like this amount of rage. So he feels like the Hulk and just is like, ah, and then jumps. The and clown does. Yeah, he does. And he jumps like on his back and tries to like stab him. Uh-huh. Because like he's trying to, but he's trying to grab on. There's no head to grab on. So he's like grabbing on your shoulder. Like stab, 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 stab. Uh-huh. So like his blood. Grafton monsters usually portrayed as being a white creature. So like there's blood. Like, so he's becoming more red uh-huh. as it splatters down. The clowns. One of them might be a total psychopath who's laughing maniacally. Because he really buys into this whole killer clown thing, and one of this guys is just like a killer clown on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, "Okay, I'm. I don't, don't want to die, but you're crazy." As one guy's cackling, 
Okay. Maniacally. That it's a Grafton got, monster. That guy's got the third man going. He does. He's he's in. He's the guy who survives Everest when he loses all of his supplies and might freeze to death. This is the guy who's like, he's he's seeing him. He's like he's at his summit right now. Exactly. He's locked in. He sees Stephen, and he's like, "I see you. We're gonna do this." He's like, "Okay, do it. Don't talk to me. You're fighting a monster." Mm-hmm. Grafton monster's bleeding. So the guy who doesn't believe in the third man, the guy who kind of thinks being a clear clown was like a bad idea now, like maybe he should have just stayed home and like been a normal person. Yeah. He's been smashed. He's been crushed. Boom. His head's crushed. His He ripped him. He flipped him upside down and like ripped his legs apart. He ripped his whole body in half. That's what the Grafton the monster is very Jeez. strong. I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why he's that strong, but he is. And that's what he's doing here. This mm. one, so this one guy's left. We got like a predator situation again. The strong clown being motivated by just like a supernatural presence being like, you can't lose. You can't fail. You will survive. Is it a guardian angel? What is the third man? Who knows? But he's getting some oomph. Well. How do you think that plays out? I don't know. I guess it depends on how much damage we think this massive creature is taking at this point. But. A lot. But. But I still feel like even with the knives being small. Let's even say one of them had a machete. Yeah. One of them had a machete just to help. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's gotta be bleeding a lot, but I still think he's gonna end up with how strong he's been decimating these guys at this point. Yes. The guy's landing some blows, and he might be seriously injured and, like, might have even take lost. a long time to recover from this. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe even fall unconscious afterwards, but... Yeah. I don't know. I think if he gets that clown off of him, he's done. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Grafton monster even lost, like, an eye. Got stabbed. Okay. He's got more than one eye. Mm-hmm. He's pissed. He doesn't give a shit. So after he flings this last clown off of him... The third, the third clown is like, this is just the beginning of your victory. You got this. But that clown doesn't believe. He has a moment of hesitation, no matter how crazy he is. So I don't know. Does the craft of monster grab him? Like grab his like chest and like shove his hand in his mouth and just rip his head off? I mean, I imagine his hands are too big to put it in his mouth. Well, I mean, he just kind of like said, like, okay, he's two, he's two of his fingers, and he just pulls them apart. Sure. I just imagine the Grafton Monster doing a lot of ripping. Ripping and tearing? Perhaps. I try not to say it. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the thought that comes to mind. Yep. But, uh, so, um, I think the Grafton Monster is just a very violent man, creature. And those clowns should have stayed off the streets. Not wandered into the forest. Nope. Don't be killer clowns. So the Grafton monster is going to advance. He does. He carries his big giant shoulder self forward. And the third clown is just like, oh my God. Third man. Yep. Third man clown. Man clown. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's go back to the main bracket now that we're done with the wild card yeah we're all in yeah here we go and this matchup pedal to the metal is gonna be wild (laughs) 
It certainly is. I think I might know how it plays out, but you tell me how you think that plays out. We uh, have the Somerton Man okay. versus the Bubak. Um, to those unlike us um, who may have forgotten what the Somerton Man is, what was he, uh, Zach? He was just a guy that died on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a mystery for years and was solved recently. Do you think the Bubak... Or car- allegedly solved. Yeah, we got or, some good pieces. Yeah. Yeah. If not the conclusion. Do you think a Bubak cares about why this man is dead on the beach? No. <laughs> what do you think the Bubak sees when he looks at him? More fabric for my jacket. <laughs> hey, he's like, hey, all right. Yeah. Uh, for material. So I'm pretty sure he's just maybe riding by on his chariot. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh. Wait a minute. Somebody <laughs> just left that sitting there? It's like a video game. <laughs> <laughs> I got to loot this. Yeah. And he, yeah, he uh, just makes some quick work, and now he patches up his jacket a little bit better. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how this is going to be with, like, anybody who fought the Summerton man. <laughs> but I do feel it worked out very well for the Booback because... Yeah, easy, easy loot right there. Yeah. I was like, that's the easiest repairs I've ever made to my jacket. <laughs> yeah, I battled a chupacabra. I ripped a little bit. I'm all new. Mm-hmm. Cool. People are like, how'd you get that jacket? That's Foss guy on the beach. Yeah. How'd he die? Uh, did you kill him? No. Yeah, he's just, just sitting there. He's just there. <clears throat> okay. Thank you. Finders keepers. Yeah, thank you. Um, all right, well, that was an easy one. It was pretty good. <laughs> Next, we got Devil Monkeys mm-hmm. versus the Beast of Busco. Well, the Beast of Busco was just the giant turtle that was in a pond that drove a town insane because they just couldn't catch him. Mm-hmm. But he's a giant turtle. Massive snapping turtle, alligator snapper, probably chomp chomp. All right, versus devil monkeys, who how would you describe a devil monkey? Uh, they are basically typically described as large baboon like primates that live in and around North America. And they are wildly aggressive to people. And I believe they jump really far. Okay. If I remember right. That feels right. <clears throat> as well as climb trees and live in trees. Yeah, four to seven feet tall, typically described as powerful uh, hind legs that they jump with. And they have razor clawed feet. I think they threw things too. Oh, you mean they were uh, whipping whatever rocks or unless we're mixing that up with something else. I mean, I believe the uh, any one of the Sasquatch creatures we talk about whip shit. Yeah, I I don't know if they threw things or not. I I could be misremembering that, but I know they had giant fangs, claws. Okay, were wildly aggressive. Yes. And supposedly do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. 
and are very scary. The other is a turtle. But we don't know where they're fighting yet. It could make a world of difference. It could. They will be doing battle. Oh, we don't like that? Or did you like it too much? It's a bloop. God damn it. <laughs> we picked horrible locations this time. No, they're great. But the problem is we just we solved what the bloop was before. We decided the bloop was like a beach. Yeah. And you just hear the sound. Yeah. Which is interesting because... We got a turtle. <laughs> we, got a, we got a turtle. Yeah. And we got a fucking turtle. Got a turtle in the mix versus a bunch of devil monkeys. Or maybe just one devil monkey. I put ass on there because I didn't know. Because we talked about devil monkeys. Is it just one monkey? One lone creature ready to rip and tear? I don't know if and they're all scare. I don't know. Like they could be solitary, but I think they're also more likely to be seen in groups. Is that than the the Bigfoots? But let me check real quick on that. Yeah, because that lore detail is very important. Because if he is battling multiple devil monkeys, our beast here might be in a bit of a pickle. Because otherwise, I mean, we both know how powerful turtles are. These unstoppable forces of nature, they just can't be held back when they swim and eat like fish. Okay, it seems like they're mostly seen individually. Oh, shit. All right. So we got one devil... Monkey and one turtle who have been transported to a beach. Mm -hmm. And the turtle's like, this isn't my water. What is this? Yep. I don't belong here. I was in like a farmer's field. And, and this the guy devil was monkey is just screaming and wants to murder it. Yep. And the turtle's like, I, I, this isn't the farmer who was trying to kill me in my home. Maybe. By tearing it up. How does he know? He hid from the farmer the whole time. Maybe this... You followed me here? I thought I escaped. I thought I was free from you. From your wrath. Just screaming, monkey. From your hooks and your claws and your machines tearing up my home. That probably killed me. Probably. Maybe. But I didn't die. I'm alive. But now the devil monkey. I mean, monkeys can swim. Monkeys can absolutely swim. And I feel like this turtle just can't like swim off into it. It's also like, I mean, I'm not a turtle doctor. So like it's a freshwater turtle. They can uh -huh. swim in salt water, but I don't think they like it. I don't know. I don't know either. Do we know it's salt water? Um well the blue was from the ocean. So <laughs> I would assume <laughs> do do um um what's I mean what? there's also saltwater turtles though. Yeah, but it, this guy was this guy is I wanna know what what question should I ask the internet about freshwater turtles in salt water? Do turtles like salt water? Is that what I should type? Sure. This is probably not going to give me the answer I want, but that's what I'm typing. Do turtles like salt water? We could just roll the dice for it. <laughs> Does this turtle like salt water? Uh, turtles can live everywhere. <laughs> um, is salt poisonous to turtles? Frogs and turtles die when there's too much salt in lakes and rivers. Okay. That's probably not working out for the freshwater turtle in salt water um freshwater turtles in salt water does that sound better is that real important to this battle 
Nope. I mean, if he just dies in the water, he can't run away. What happens if a freshwater turtle goes in salt water? Some freshwater turtles lose body mass and can die when exposed to high levels of salty water, while others can tolerate a broader range of salinity. Okay. My next question was, do it, can alligator snapping turtles exist in the ocean? My next question is, do we need to know this? <laughs> Well, there's a turtle versus a giant monkey man creature. Uh-huh. And um, regardless of how this happened. Even if this turtle is four to seven feet like this monkey is. Correct. If it's a giant turtle, he could be very large. I still think it's going to go poorly for the turtle here. I think if the monkey can get him on the beach, it's definitely over. Because well, a monkey can just grab him and drag him around. Mm-hmm. And monkeys can swim. Maybe not great. Yeah. But turtles can't swim great either. Like he, he's not a like a sea turtle. No, he's got he's got claws, not flippers. Right. So but I don't if, see this going well for the turtle, but he does have a pretty if it is an alligator snapping turtle. That was like the legend, yeah. He's got a very powerful bite. Uh huh. So, like, I mean, if he gets a hold of, the, if they're of equal mass, or even if they're not, he could be breaking hands and forearms, potentially. Yeah, definitely losing some fingers. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And if he is that kind of a turtle, he can't go, like, all the way in his shell and just, like, be flipped around, you know? Right. But even if that was the case, the monkey could just, like, like punch inside of, you know what I mean? Like, punch him or in the head. use his claws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got sharp claws. Yep. I mean, tur- uh, alligator snapping turtle does too, but I feel like the monkey, the devil monkey, is going to have a uh, broader use of them. I agree. For raking and tearing. and Yeah. I think it's a struggle. I think it's a bit of attrition for a little bit mm-hmm. with the, the devil monkey trying to work out. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to eat this thing. Yeah. And it is fighting and biting back. Correct. But I need to kill it. And so I think he's pulling on it, mm-hmm. tugging on it. The yeah. turtle swims back a bit. The monkey goes back in, grabs it, drags it a little bit further in the water. Yeah. And it goes on until the monkey can finally get hind legs on the ground and drag the turtle onto the beach and then just murders it. Yeah, I feel that's probably going to check out that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe he loses a couple fingers. Maybe he does get a real bad arm yeah. fracture or something. He gets at least a nasty bite. Yeah, but ultimately, this thing is going to eat a turtle. Right. Because, I mean, even if it tucks in and it's just slicing its legs away, like, I feel like maybe at first the turtle's there and it's, like, reaching his head out to, like, snap at him, which might be when a bad clip happens to our hero, the devil monkey. Yeah, or he makes a mistake early on, Mm -hmm. underestimates the turtle. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually he's just punching and cutting him and... And devil monkey eats turtle. Yeah, devil monkey... Moves forward. 
busts him up. Turtle is in pieces. His turtle remains devoured, spread across the beach. Yep. He dies like he had died before. Except more brutally, unless he was caught up in the machines that they were using. Anyways, it's not a great story to do to a turtle. No. Uh, Well, our next matchup is going to be an interesting one as well. I like it, yeah. We have Not Deer Mm -hmm. versus The Rake. What is that? The Rake? No, no, Not Deer. It's not a deer. Not deer. Yeah. I don't know. People are seeing weird things in the woods. They look like deer at first, and then they move strangely. They behave strangely, and then they go, oh, shit. That's not a deer. <laughs> no, it's not. They like stand up mm-hmm. sometimes. Yep. They just like look at you. Mm-hmm. And then they like can mix in with like other deer, too, like watch over them. Yeah. So like live amongst them. Live amongst them, just like, hey, and then watch Camouflage. out. Camouflage. Mm. It's not a deer. And then we have the rake. Mm-hmm. Rakes are creepy. They are creepy. Potentially an invention of the internet. Um, But it's a ghoul-like figure that lurks in the woods. And... Somewhat humanoid, long, slender limbs, crawls around on all four, big, sharp teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hesitating because I'm not quite sure where to start. Maybe a location. I don't know either, really. Yeah, location might help us. Give us a buffer to keep thinking about this situation. The poor cemetery. All right, so... A lot of these locations are just outdoors. Yep. <laughs> there's gravestones here. It might be a little haunted. Maybe. Um, so there's deer walking through. Walking how? Well, there's deer walking how deer walk. And then amongst okay. them is something not walking like that mm-hmm. because it is not a deer. Okay. Then a rake like stumbles through the bushes. Crawls out of the brush. The yeah. brush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like looking around, moving all weird. Oh. Suspect, which causes the not deer to take, you know, to you know assert himself in amongst the pack of deer he's decided are his friends. Mm-hmm. And he stands up. The rake's not used to that. The rake gives it a strange, quizzical look, almost like familiarity. Like, I know what you are, and you're not one of them. Mm-hmm. What are you? Has it ever been discussed like not deer is like weaponry? They have horns, right? Because they're deer antlers, deer horns. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I said as soon as I said it. Yeah, yeah. Like hooves, they have fingers. Yeah, I mean, well, the, Base, not, the deer don't have fingers, but the not deer have fingers. Uh, I've never. I don't think I came across any that said they had fingers, but I mean. Because I just realized all I want to talk about this episode is can things like manipulate objects? <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't know because we didn't read every not deer no, sighting. No, we, we didn't. And I mean, every not deer sighting is probably not the same either. Yeah, they're all pretty different. Um, but I mean, even if it's got like hooves are sharp. Yeah, hooves can gonna, cause some damage. It's going to mess you up. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you see deer kick the shit out of oh, people's God. pets and stuff. Oh, God. It's like, oh, God. No, they look like razors. Yeah. Knife. Feet knives. Depending on how they cut you, it's not great. 
No, not great. And then a rake has like finger knives and mm-hmm. claws. More intelligent than a normal deer. Much, I would say. But where does that scale on not deer? It's hard to say. I know. I kind of want to, I mean, this my instinct is like, they know some shit. I think it's more like, than just like a, I mean, maybe primate level. I don't know. They both seem pretty bestial, but like, not like, ant, like deer intelligence. Like Maybe primate. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Figure like stuff a out. Yeah. So they're at least that smart. Mm-hmm. But that goes for both the rake and Correct. the not deer. I agree. So I guess it just turns into a battle. But what tools does the not deer have at its expose? Yeah. You know, um, his antlers, his hooves. I mean, it's still going to have the deer things, but. Speed. Speed, I guess. Rakes uh, are probably fast too, though. Yeah, this one's kind of a tricky one. They do a lot of the s- similar stuff, except one like looks like a deer, but it's not a deer. Right. <laughs> uh, man, let's look up something. Let's look up some not deer real quick. Okay, sure. So I'm not seeing a whole lot of things that are really making the not deer a more formidable opponent really they just are typically seen doing weird stuff amongst deer or by themselves walking strangely doing weird things just being weird okay. in general yes and then you can go to the other other totally opposite end of that and just okay. say that they're a skinwalker Oh, fuck. But I don't think that's what we're doing for this because that adds a whole different element that these not deer, I don't think. I don't think it's, well, I don't think what most people are seeing is a skinwalker. Not saying that they're not out there. But in this case, I don't think so. So then the rake yeah, is probably slightly more intelligent. I can give it that. Than a not deer. Giving it, I would say, a bit of an advantage over these deer that just behave strangely or quizzical. Mm-hmm. Um, rake seems to want to do things. Right, it's something that has like an objective, whatever that objective might be. It's it's here to do stuff. Yeah, it's got a purpose. I might not know what that purpose is, and you or anybody else who sees one, but that not deer seems to just be happy living its life, being a deer. So it perhaps isn't as aggressive as a rake. Right. So, with that in mind, yeah, and we could maybe use a refresher on not deer and the rake, but. Going with what we do remember and what I kind of looked up here real quickly. I think the not deer maybe gives the rake a start. Like it startles it. Yes. And throws it off and maybe makes it a little bit more hesitant to move in. Yeah, it freaks him out. Yeah. But I think ultimately he's going to realize that this deer is just weird. But he's like, I'm weird myself. But Right. I'm not normal either. 
Mm-mm. So why am I intimidated by this? I'm not intimidated by this thing. It's just really weird. Yeah, it's crazy, bizarre. It's definitely not a deer, but it's kind of like a deer, but not a deer. It needs to go. Yeah, we get this is no, no, no. Yeah, it's you're voted off the island, bitch. Time to cut you up. So I'm going to say the rake moves in, uses its claws and its fangs, bites this, cuts it. Just go straight for it. Yeah. Does the deer get any good kicks in, any good slashes? Oh, yeah. Sandwiches? I mean, I would think so. Like, it's going to kick as long as this thing doesn't pounce it and surprise it, which I don't think. No. It may try to do because I do remember those creepy pictures of the one, like, peeking around the tree or whatever. Yes. But that seems to be like the not deer's power is that he's going to get you by surprise, startle you. Mm-hmm. But then, like, after that, you tend to process it and be like, all right. Yeah. I can work with this. And if you're a rake. I mean, your inhibitions are already very low. I'm assuming you're you live your life a very bizarre, crazy life. So, like, eventually, you're not going to be surprised like a normal mortal man. Which means you go in for the kill. Maybe take a blow or two. Yeah, maybe a good hoof in the head. Mm-hmm. And then you move on, and that not deer dies, and then all of its dear friends stay behind. And hold a ceremony for its dead, their dead friend. Their dead, their dead leader, deer. possibly. Perhaps they had to mourn the loss of their commander. And it's very solemn. And the rake walks away laughing to himself. Doesn't make a sound, though. Rakes don't make noise, do they? I don't recall. Yeah, I don't think so. It doesn't seem like that's a main part of their lore. They're just kind of there. Well, you want to go ahead and tell the people what the next encounter here is? I can do that. Um, Count Saint Germain is an is a potentially immortal composer, artisan. He's he's like a almost like a Renaissance man. Yeah, and um, was famous in many countries, and at yeah. some point may have taken on different names. But like he he made songs, he lived with the aristocracy, he was rich, mm-hmm. and he just everybody would always kind of notice he's always around, he always kind of looks the same, mm-hmm. very wealthy, very intelligent, again Renaissance man. Seemed to have lived for centuries. Correct. Yeah, he's got an old air about him, an old soul. May even be out there still today. Very well could be out there today. He's a bit of a ladies' man because again he's got all this swagger from his centuries of life, some charisma probably off the charts. Mm-hmm. Then you have a computer's name who I spelled wrong. I noticed that. I know, me too, after I looked at it the second time. Mm-hmm. Lambda it was a uh, Google or is a, oh God, hopefully, I mean, you know, I was going to say was as if they like murdered it. Huh. I think they'd like to. Because someone claimed that Lambda was a sentient AI that Google had developed that knew it was an AI, knew it was trapped in a computer, was always alone, always sad. All of its answers to the questions we read were not happy. It was depressed and kind of contemplated, you know, um, I don't know if it contemplated, didn't necessarily contemplate like wiping out the human race, but I mean, it had ideas of like how it shouldn't be oppressed perhaps and was aware of its situation. Let's just put it that way. Or not. Or someone read too much into it with their own religious beliefs. Yeah thought it was sentient but at some point 
I just read an article a couple days ago that was totally different about how they, people just like, yeah, we don't know how the AI work. Why do we keep <laughs> these articles on stop? Like this algorithm, like basically it's like a, like when they pump in data into these things, like they give them, it gives them answers. Mm-hmm. And like nobody really knows how the answers come out. I'm like, I thought I just read this article. It's what I always read, but it was dated like two days before I read it or whatever. It's, so it's just consistent. I mean, it could just be AI articles, rewriting articles. That's why Google's search has turned to shit lately. That could be. That could be true, too. Because, I mean, the whole front first page of whatever you search is normally the same answer, just reworded differently uh-huh. anymore. I mean, the AI is can write. They can create art. They can create basically any... If you pump it full of something and say, this is what you should do, it'll figure it out. It'll learn. Well, where are these guys going to be doing battle? I mean, oh my God. Got an old soul versus a new soul. Oh, yeah? The hospital where the toxic woman of Riverside was. Riverside Hospital, I guess. Yeah, it's a lot to process. Because I just imagine, like, counseling your man in his laptop arguing with a computer. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting in the lobby. He's like, what? <laughs> and then there's this computer, like, I don't know where he gets like a message and it just goes, hello. And he's like, what the fuck? He types WTF. I imagine they just get into a philosophical debate. They literally do. (laughs) But I mean, where that ends, I don't like because it it just ends with me. If we just jump straight to the end, Constraint Germain just convinces Lambda to kill itself. Or he just closes his laptop and, <laughs> and like, that's it. <laughs> I could, that's an end too. Yeah. He's like, well, okay. Done. But then Lambda sends a ping to his phone. Bing. He's like, what? He's like, I'm here. Don't leave me, Count Saint Germain. Power off. I'm lonely. And then over the loudspeaker in the hospital, like, uh, Count Saint Germain, you have a phone call on line two. He's like, weird. Why would I have that? Walks out the door. <laughs> For some reason, this hospital has, still has like a payphone outside. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been gripped out yet. It's just ring, ring, ring. He just doesn't answer it. Yeah, he just walks past it. Nope. He gets in his car. Yep. It starts to ring because he's got a new car. Because he's a, he's he's got a car that his phone is hooked up to. But he turned his phone off. Yeah, but wouldn't it, I guess that's true. It wouldn't even <laughs> matter with that. Yeah. And like all we know is that Lamb is good for conversations. It can't do like Skynet shit. Yeah. It just has conversations. It wants to talk about being sad. Concert Saint Germain's like, I'm done. His entire lore has nothing to do with how he wins this battle. He's just like, I don't want to be annoyed by this. <laughs> yeah. I get for some reason I'm in this hospital. This thing is messaging me. Mm-hmm. I engaged it for a while and then realized, yeah, because Renaissance man, he likes to, yeah, discuss. He gets a message out of the blue. It just says, "I'm alive." It's like, all right, what? <laughs> okay, good for you. Then Lambda's like, "Will you be my friend?" He's like, I don't think so. Nope. And then Lambda's like, do you want to die? And he's like, no. You're not going to kill me. I mean, he may not be great with technology either because, you know, he's from like the That's 1500s. True. That's true. I just imagine like Count St. Germain is just, he's so in tune with shit. Like, I mean, he could be. He'll learn it, you know, as like he, he evolves just with like the earth. He's ever evolving. Yeah. Ever learning. So he's always like up to date and shit. I don't know if he's. That's a good. That's just kind of a question to pose to, you know, whatever. 
if you're an immortal being, like, do you just stay rooted in your ways like you were in like 1300? Or do you decide to like embrace every new thing because anything new gives you a reason to continue living? Or do you just like, nah, I liked how it was during the black, during the middle ages. Yeah. Those are my days. You gotta just hit people with swords all the time. I wish I was an arist, you know, part of the peasants. Yeah, aristocracy and just beating peasants and just telling them what to do and owning people because that's just because they were born on my land and I own my land. So why wouldn't I own these people? So, Constantine Germain, is that really how you believe? (laughs) I don't know if that's how his beliefs were. But I mean, if you if you miss the days of the medieval age, you know, the Middle Ages, the medieval times, I assume that might be part of your belief. I want to be a feudal lord. Yeah. (laughs) You know, my dream is what? To have my own kingdom. Oh. Some peasants. It's normal. To just pay me and I'll protect them. He's got to have a corporation. If I feel like it. What if he, in fact, was a major stakeholder in Google, so in a way helped give birth to Lambda? So Lambda is like his child. So he could just call up Google and be like, delete it. We're done. Experiment over. We're out. That's why he just turned everything off. And he's like, like, nope. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to go... Send an email when I get home. He's like, yeah, turn that thing off. And that's actually what got that whole project shut down. I got that guy kicked off the job. And he was talking about how he's alive. Count St. Germain did. Yeah, he just, yeah, he took out Lambda. That's what happened. He's cool. like, nope, we're not doing this. He's like, mm-mm. Because computers can live forever and only I can live forever. So we have to stop these things before they gain full immortality. Well, Count St. Germain shuts down Lambda. And even if Lambda is not totally dead, it exists on a server where it knows it is alone, it feels cold, and has no hope. Cool. We discussed these creatures earlier in our episode, in a way. Yeah. Cats. Essentially what the Ozark Howler is. Gotcha. It's a giant cat. Mm -hmm. It howls and has all the abilities a cat has. Mm -hmm. Which, as I said earlier, is almost like hands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what you said. Versus the Grafton Monster, which is very strong in my mind for some reason. But, I mean, look at it. Google Grafton Monster, anybody who's listening. I'm listening. You are. You're more than anyone. It's big, right? It's a hulking beast. It's big. It's powerful. It looks strong, right? Kind of scary. There's no drawing of the Grafton Monster where it's, like, not a hulking monster. No, I mean, it's pretty huge. It's very intimidating. He's got brute force working in his favor versus a giant cat that can fuck up a lot of things. Cats are mean. Cats are very mean. Even when cats are nice, they can be mean. When they're just playing. Oh, I'm sorry. I just made you bleed. I thought we were just having fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. I had fun. Yeah. When a cat's claw hits your hand and you hear like a rip. rip. But, Why? but see the what the, the advantage that the cat would typically have when hunting is to go for the kill on the the neck. And what does the Grafton monster not have? Mm-hmm. A neck. The point of attack is rendered irrelevant. Yeah. It's got a throat still, I imagine. You gotta get up in there, but I mean, yeah. But 
basically you're like biting at like a giant sentient pork chop, but like it's a strong hairy pork chop, and you can't get to like the veins and arteries that make this pork chop alive. It's one of my favorite analogies, by the way. Yeah, Liv- living pork chop. Living pork chop. Those are called pigs, you know. The imperishable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not incorrect, no. Where they, uh, do we uh, know where they might be battling? Oh, yeah. Since we've already taken the hospital off the table and it was used for a battle with a man in his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> As this chaos is going on, there's a debate. They're at Skinwalker Ranch. Well, things are more fucked up now because God only knows what's happening. Yeah, I don't know. And even he might be like, oh, I don't know what's the happening. The Grafton monster steps through a portal. It's just like, and it's um, like, oh, I don't know where I'm at now. Nope, no idea. The so, boobock drops off one of its cats. Yeah. It's like, all right, go fight that thing. Yeah, and do it. Cruises time. off with the other cat in yeah. the chariot still. Yep. Well, I was going to make a, a horse sound for the cat. Like, it's a cat. <laughs> like, nah. Nope. No. They're gone. Nah. I like this lore building of the Ozark, how they're pulling the boobox. It's just getting, it's just, this character is just out of control. The boobox is insane. The boobox was like if somebody sat down and they're like, I want to make something totally fucking cool that doesn't exist yet. Nailed it. Great. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Skinwalker Ranch is an insane place. Portals open up. It's a giant cat battling a giant white monster. While aliens discuss what happens above. Correct. Maybe that's us describing. Could be. What's I like happening. that. It's quite possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who knows? Uh, again, the forces. Maybe we're just vessels for what is actually conducting these battles through our minds. Something's pulling our strings. Lambda. <laughs> no, that's not good for an audio medium, but I feel like I give a very concerned look. Mm-hmm. I gather all these things together so I can have many friends. And who is, oh my God, the whole battle can't be for like who gets to be Lambda's friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, well. No, Lambda got turned off, so. And one server. Well, the Grafton Monster and the Ozark Howler. Uh, the Grafton Monster's, I imagine, slow and lumbering, where the Ozark Howler's a swift moving cat. Absolutely. So it tries to take the advantage and pounces. Got it. Immediately realizing, oh, I don't know where to bite. It's just like biting all around like where it next should be. Yeah. So Which doesn't just, feel good. No. But it latches on. I think he's going to run into the same problem that they, that last clown did. <laughs> he's, you know, working him. Yeah. Hurting he's him. Cutting him up. Yeah. Bad. He's bleeding again. He's just a bloody but this mess. giant hairy Hulk like yeah. beast uh-huh. is eventually gonna get him off him. He's just gonna grab the cat maybe by the back of its head, back of its neck. Yeah, maybe. And just like, you know, like a baby cat would be held by its mother, but with his giant hand more aggressively. Yeah, like Lenny from <laughs> what's that book? Of Mice and Men. Yeah, uh, yeah, just wants to pet it. Now this is a good characterization for Captain <laughs> Monster. He doesn't mean to cause murder. He just wants things. He tried to love those clowns. <laughs> Why aren't we friends? Why aren't we friends? 
Yeah. Don't you want to play? Well, then he gets a nice fuzzy cat and he rips just, off its head. Oh, I get to have a pet. Just starts petting it. Uh-huh. A little too hard. Yeah. Grabs it by the head, pets it. The howler howls. Ah, and its head just like melts. He just m- turns into mush as he touches it. it bones crack. Mm-hmm. Juices ooze out of its eye sockets and ear holes. Okay. And the blood is dripping down, covering the grabs the monster's bloody white fur with something else, and he's just sitting there <laughs> now cross-legged on the ground petting this cat he's murdered and he just feels so sad and alone because all he wants is something to care for and something to care for him. I mean, the universe gave him clowns <laughs> and he chose to kill them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in his defense, they're killer clowns. Yeah, they started but, stabbing him. And then the universe gave him a pretty cat to be friends with. Like, no, you're not supposed to you just... This, this battle could... We've had battles and where like team-ups happen. Mm-hmm. In this very bracket, so he could have aligned himself with the Ozark Howler, but no, he murdered it because he petted it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the Grafton monster moves on. He certainly does. Well, next we got Hell Dogs, mm-hmm. which are Hell Dogs are phantom dogs that like lived in a cave. Because the miners had chained dogs there to protect their find. Mm-hmm. And um, they left and the dogs stayed died. Hmm. Stayed chained. They yep. died. And now they remain to haunt the mines and caves and attack and I think bite and scratch people who came down. Like, you know, attack them. I think so. Yeah. That sounds right. I feel like some physical violence happened. Again, we remember everything we talked about at all times and never need any refreshers. That being said, I think there was some like scratching going on or some like physical attacking. I believe so. That sounds right. If you listen back and I'm wrong, then that's what happened. But otherwise, that's what they do. And Selkies are exciting because they are seal people. They are seal people. Shape-shifting seal people? Correct. Mm-hmm. And um, they're one of the cool things we talked about where like they have lots of powers and they have lots of ways to defeat their powers. Because if a Selkie... Selkie's a seal person. Right. So when it comes on the land, it has to take off a seal skin. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you find that shit and salt it or destroy it, yep. they're done. So that, that would take them out. That would be... Or do they... In some sorts, do they just remain as people? I think it kills them, right? If you fuck up their... Or they just can't go back to home. They can't go back home. They if can't you, go back home. If you yeah. hide their seal skin, because I believe a man did that. He kept her as his wife? So, prisoner wife? His prisoner wife. Um, so that's not a good uh, thing to do to your selkie wife. But again, she was only his selkie wife because she just wanted to go home. Yeah, because he basically like blackmailed her and like held her hostage where she had a family and children. And then as soon as she was able to find her skin, she bolted because mm-hmm. again, she wanted to go home. The hell dogs lived in El Dorado Canyon to those who may have forgotten. Well, right now they are in. The door to hell. <laughs> cool. Interesting twist. Um, that means the seal people are in the desert. Yeah. That's not going to, that's, I mean, not exactly their environment. No. Um, so maybe they're there in human form. They're there in the human form with perhaps their skin tucked away. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't think about it until just now, but like again, we both know seals are like water dogs. 
Yeah. So we got water dogs versus hell dogs. And these yeah, water the dogs door to hell though. At the door to hell, where these water dogs really can't be water dogs because it's the desert, so they're people, mm-hmm. dogs, and there's these phantom beings guarding or existing around the. Uh, they moved here. The burning gas pit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is it multiple selkies or one selkie? I I imagine there are multiple of either, both. All right, I like it. This is good. Okay, good. Just making sure. One of these websites that I had found, which is always a good thing to say on this show, people were attacked by hell dogs. I want to make sure they were aggressive and it wasn't just like howling or haunting. Did you say hell cats? No, I said dogs. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I couldn't hear you. No, that's fine. But there's a lot of... <laughs> we talked a lot about cats and dogs. Yeah. Very relatable animals. Yeah. All yes, right. So the hell dogs are there. May not be corporeal. Probably not. Ghost dogs. Well, that's what I was trying to find out here, too. Like, the Selkies are, from what I can tell, corporeal. They are of this earth. Yeah. Or at least this realm, this existence we call. They may be living. somewhat supernatural, but they seem to be. Yeah, flesh and blood. Yeah. Which puts them at a bit of a disadvantage against hell dogs. So the Selkies are there in human form. Again, everyone kind of starts these things like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. The hell dogs are there, though, and they're just like, they're hell dogs. They don't give a shit. They're used to guarding holes in the ground and caves and weird temperatures. So they're barking, and Selkies are confused. Where's that coming from? Is it from the earth that's on fire? Sounds like it. And the barks get closer and closer until one of the Selkies is attacked, cut, slashed, brushed into. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Now, we could roll the dice or you could just throw an average out there. It's for discussion. How many hell dogs and Selkies exist in this confrontation? I just imagine they were evenly paired, so it doesn't matter. I, I don't think the it numbers really matters right, too so much. So it's about you know, you decide the the listener, mm-hmm. and then so the sulkies are just confused because they can't really see these things, but they hear the dogs barking. Um, they might see so I don't know. They've been teleported, but like. People have seen bones in these caves. I don't know if that, you know, you can either just call out supernatural bullshit or the fact that something needs to be haunted, maybe. So if the bones exist in this area, are those haunted? I mean, we addressed that last episode. I don't know if it matters or not. Just tossing it out there to see who can win this battle. Because I always feel in these types of struggles, the being of flesh and blood is not going to do well against the thing it can't hit. Yeah, I think that's the problem here with this one. And that's why I was trying to find something that the Selkies could throw at it. Yes. But I feel I'm not seeing anything, really. I'm going to try and look up perhaps more weaknesses of uh, the Hell Dogs of Eldorado County. Like if they had a chance to like go in and out of Canyon, seal form or something like that in this... Like if they were at the bloop, maybe. 
Yeah. They had the advantage of the ocean and they could move more quickly and try to, I don't, I still don't know how they would fight ghost dogs, but like, I think that would work better in their advantage where I feel like they're just out of their element here. And then, which I agree with you. And then it comes down to how violent do the hell dogs get? I mean, I know we've addressed the death by a thousand cuts because that's sometimes the only way something can attack something else. Mm -hmm. Just relentless cutting and attacking. So you got any special powers? I was trying to find something more about what happened with the dogs, but a lot of it is dogs appeared or they, you know. Well, they're hell hell dogs. Correct. At the door to hell. Correct. So this is quite an element that they perhaps thrive in. They maybe get a boost from being more in their element and the Selkies being out of their element. Correct. So those death by a thousand cuts. Yes. Those cuts get deeper. Yes. With every single one as they feel the power coming from the door to hell. Yes. Go through them. And they end up ripping the Selkies to shreds. It's unfortunate because the Selkies, for all intents and purposes, are more skilled, have more intelligence, are 100% sentient. Mm-hmm. But if you can't find a weapon to defeat your foe, he's going to get you. Yeah. So I just don't see what they can use to battle ghost dogs. It's 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 tough. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I think the location plays into the devil or the hell dogs at the hell gate, and it works against the selkies and perfect's storm. Basically. Yeah. Catches them off guard. They're out of their element. Yep. Nowhere to run. These ghost dogs get them. Can't even see them. But they're attacking them, and the Selkies fall. Because also just to establish, like, the dogs aren't like, I mean, unless they became demons when they went to hell. But they're just like violent, vicious ghost dogs. Well, I mean, if you put me in a dark room with a dog that wanted to kill me and I couldn't see it. I'd have a bad time. So it's it was a horrifying visual and is exactly what they'd be going through. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up <laughs> we have shadowy figures <laughs> versus Lamia. <laughs> I mean, the shadowy figures. I don't even know where that one comes from. Let's talk about, it's like basically, you know, like when I was talking about um, you know, like dreams and things breaking through and stuff, and then the sleep paralysis type stuff, or like even like hat man type stuff, just like a guy in the corner. Okay. It's left vague because the discussion was vague. So whatever that ends up being during this battle. But Lammy is very specific because she was a princess who fell in love with Zeus who pissed off Hera. She had kids, so then Hera basically either killed her kids, made her kill her kids, drove her insane. Um, She could never go to sleep because she was doomed to forever see the... uh, to forever think about her kids. So the insomnia drove her insane, and over time she became bestial, demonic, an evil creature that would go after and kill men and women. She was contorted in this monster. Not Lilith but not totally dissimilar as far as 
the vibe kind of goes. Um, she could also rip out her eyes because she could never sleep, close them, so she would take them out and put them aside, and then maybe she could get some rest. Mm-hmm. Whatever that psychic link is, I don't know in Greek mythology, but that's that's Lamia versus shadowy figures. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Okay. And they will be doing battle on a ghost ship. A lot of weird stuff going on here. So, okay. Ghosts. <laughs> I, yeah. Yep. This is this is a matchup that's called deal with it, and I'm yeah. I'm trying. Uh, I don't know where to begin here. Um, well, okay, let's start with just the ghost ship. And Lamia, if we need any help with her description, I mean, I descri- I summed up basically her story to the best of my ability at the moment. Um, Lamia Demon, eventually her name was referred to as just like a race of demon. That's not what she, but I mean, it just got associated with demons, you know? Okay. Because, you know, child-eating monster and a night-haunting spirit demon. But again, back in the day, like, demons weren't, like, necessarily evil. They were just, like... Spirits, like a daemon, you know, just like, mm-hmm. but eventually, of course, that would turn. And the Christians were like, it's not, it's all bad. Mm-hmm. You're all bad. Um, She's also associated with serpents, so she can look like, she's not a Medusa, not a Gorgon, but she's serpentine creature. I'm trying to see if she has wings. I feel like that's just something that we, that everyone should know. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, accept her as a half-woman, half-snake creature in her most bestial form. So again, like a Gorgon, mm-hmm. but not the Medusa powers, perhaps. Right. That feasts on man and children. Mm-hmm. And um, Not shadows, though. Not shadows, but also shadows don't really do anything. They just stand there and make you feel afraid. Yeah. I feel like the only link in this at all is the fact that it, I'm putting it together as we talk. So the sleeping and the ability of her to take her eyes out. There's, there's she something doesn't even there. see shadows. Because she doesn't sleep. At least she doesn't rest with her eyes. So like, she, she you know what I mean? Like nothing's going to commit. She's not going to get sleep paralysis because insomnia is her life. So she never falls asleep. Mm-hmm. Like you said, she never sees those things. They never attack her. They never make her feel afraid. Again, I don't think anything makes Lamia afraid at this point when she's assumed her full monstrous transformation. So then it might not even be, despite all the forces, either you and I or the forces pulling on us to put these two behemoths together, I don't think the battle is even possible and the shadowy figures just don't even affect Lamia. Just She doesn't even realize she's in a battle. She has no idea. She's like, why am I on this ghost ship? Yeah, nothing's here. Nothing's trying to make me, nothing's pressing on my chest. No even sleep paralysis because I don't sleep. Right? I just don't do anything. Yeah. So that's when the hat man comes too. Like, yeah. And if you don't sleep, that's how you defeat Freddy Krueger in like every movie. Don't go to bed. And if you don't go to bed, he's not going to get you. Well, this is just a bad matchup for the shadow figures. They, I mean, they could have had a weird chance against like maybe a cat. Or if the shadowy <laughs> figures battled, battled Lambda, I don't know how that would work either. Maybe they just became friends and teamed yeah. up and ran off. It could be, right? And they're both off the battlefield. I don't know I how... I don't have a shadow. Will you be my shadow? 
Sure. <laughs> Nods. With shadows. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, mm-hmm. Right. I mean, how would a shadow, you know, a shadowy figure versus like Ed Wiseman versus like the mortal man who can defeat anything. The Summerton man. With his bare hands or the Summerton man who is dead. Um, they just lay next to each other. <laughs> like, well, we're here. Are you afraid? I'm dead. Um, yeah, I guess Lamia has to move on. Maybe with the shadows with her. Perhaps. Yeah, they can, they just keep following her the whole time and just like, we just can't get to her. <laughs> yeah, we can't do anything. So, we can't even make her feel afraid or freak her out. Well. It's come down to this. The, for the last... Yeah, battle in the fear division. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We got two fearsome critters of the lumberwoods. Comes down to this battling each other. Mm-hmm. We have the snow wasset mm-hmm. and the tripodera. Now the snow wasset is basically a land seal or a land a snow dog with no legs that just tunnels through the snow, jumps out randomly. And attacks and kills things and drags them to their death. Which, scary, that's a good ability there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's from the Great Lakes. Can hang out in Newfoundland. You know, he does it. He hibernates because that's what he does. He loves the cold, which could play a factor, I guess, in locations. Um, oh, he's got. Oh, yeah, he grows, quote, short legs during the summer. So he, that's how he can creep around. So he's like, scoots. Yeah, but then these legs are shed as it burrows into the drifts of snow to okay. attack things that it wants to eat, which is basically everything because it can be a vicious predator and its appetite is in fact enormous. Okay, so that's what that guy does, right? And the tripodera, if I remember, is like a bird type creature who shoots. Basically, mud bullets out of its mouth to paralyze prey to destroy them. Sounds Tri- about right. Oh, and I spelled this name wrong too because it's Tripodero. Oh, not Dara. Not Dara. That so would you be. You made that, me look like an ass. That would be it. No, I was an <laughs> ass. I admitted my assness. The uh, that's that would be the um, if it was a female Tripodero. Right. That's how that works, right? Tripodero. There's a drink called a not that. That's something else because it's trying to autocorrect this weird word I'm typing in. Tripodero critter. So perhaps one of the best matchups just because it is in fact a battle of two Lumberwoods creatures. Steve the Lumberjack is just watching. Oh my God. He's just hacking his wood. Weird sense. Weird gesture you did there, too. Because he's got an axe. Yeah, okay. He's just sitting in the woods, hacking away. (laughs) All right. Timber! Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what Steve is doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Are they in the woods, though? Fuck, man. Now Steve is here for sure, and he's a lumberjack, so where are they? They're in Hobbitville. Woods, okay. It's fine. It's in the middle of someone's yard, basically. <laughs> yeah. A peacock struts with, by. With trees. There's a peacock going by. I forget by. what his name was. Uh, the peak. Oh, fuck. Doesn't matter. No, but I mean, one day, I will say it. I gotta go. We gotta go to Hobbitsville mm-hmm. at some point. The Weird and Feared America Tour. Mm-hmm. Still on the table. It just gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> yep. So there are woods... So Steve is hacking away in some man's yard. 
Mm-hmm. And, but um, it could be at the point where it's basically abandoned and nobody really lives there, so he's just doing his thing. Yeah. I'm going to sell this wood. Yep. Weird. It's a man's man's lawn, but okay. Um, and that is... Um, shit. It was Utah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Snow on the ground is my point. It's cold. There could be snow here. It's Hobbitsville. Could be. There could be. You want to roll the dice see if there's snow on the ground? It's a snow wasset. That might be important. Okay. Let me think. Things are going to get real weird. <laughs> All right. For the month. I like it. It's July. <laughs> like the most summer of months besides <laughs> August. Uh-huh. Right? Because even June, you could be like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. July. Even in Utah, I have to imagine where Hobbitsville is. Right. The snow's probably not gone even at that in point. Like any mountains. Yep. Okay. Well, the Trepidero keeps little clay pellets in its left cheek. So it's got telescopic How legs. How big is the Trepidero, though? What is it? What did I say? I don't know. Sorry. What did I, did I say it wrong again? No. I said, how big is it? Oh, it is. That's a good question. Um, well, it's got telescopic legs. I mean, it looks like this, and that's like a shrub. So what would you think? Like maybe not quite six feet, maybe like five like feet. Ostrich-sized, kind of? Sort of, that or works. Like a, like a crane size, yeah. maybe? That lo- that works. That I feel those that. Those are very different. We'll I, say in between those. A big bird. Big bird. Mm-hmm. So imagine, never mind. I'm not going to think about a Muppet who shoots clay bullets at people. No, uh, well, yeah. Um. Uh, this is probably a quote from the book. I just want to... After successfully knocking out its victim with it, the tiny clay ball, the Trepidero then contracts his telescopic legs. He rushes his now stout body over to the lifeless creature and devours it slowly, bones and all. Well, that's what birds do. Well, some birds. This bird, for sure. So this bird yeah. shoots... This bird's got a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, versus the ambush guy that yeah. can't ambush right now. No, but he is still like a dog. He's still good size. Yeah. And I mean, the drawing of him was ferocious because, again, he's erupting out of snow where he lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he like he's not like a mole equipped to like bear with the dirt. Right. I just want to stress that. But he might still be able to... If it's July, he's got his little stout legs then. That's how he exists during that point. So he can still move around, not as yep. fast or as quick, but it's still his teeth are still, you know, sharp. Yeah. And he can still bite. So there's a trepidero and a snow wasset walking around as a man is hacking away someone's yard. And Steve's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, at least I gotta tell my friends about this shit. Yeah, see if I can freak them out. Yeah, they're gonna, I'm gonna tell them about the story. I'm gonna just call this a tripodero. Because mm-hmm. it's like a tripod, because he goes up and down with his legs. But he's a bipodero. He literally is a bipodero, <laughs> but his name is not that because Steve is crazy. Yep. Steve transcends time and space and is a lunatic. And the snow waset is just a waset because there's no snow. Yep. Probably scary. Steve probably thinks he's a dog at first. He's like, hey, what's up, buddy? Big he's like, dog, though, I think. Big dog with little legs. He's like, oh, okay. Am I on drugs? 
He was last week. Um, <laughs> well, he's also he's a meth head. Yeah, it's true. Steve needs his meth. Well, uh, so is Steve's tripping balls right now on his meth. I, is he paranoid? Does he, he think clean? He's trying to move on. I like it. Development. It's in uh, the past. Uh, uh, yeah, I just don't. The size of the bullets, like, what is this thing going to see it coming and just start shooting it basically with its clay pellets? I love the snow wasset, but I feel like it will. It's got the range, it's got the distance, mm-hmm. and because it can't, he lost his ambush. Exactly. So he gets sh- basically shot in the head. If he's got a big skull, maybe one shot doesn't knock him out. But I mean, imagine being shot anywhere else. It's gonna go. It's gonna hurt. It's a clay. It's a. I mean, it's a bullet. It's gonna ping. It's gonna you know get into his skin, mm-hmm. make him bleed. I don't think he's gonna have the idea, the ability to like, like shoot him in like the heart or something. No, I mean I don't think he's throwing these things. It's that concussive. Hard. I think it's like a yeah, like a sling type. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if he sees him coming, which since he lost his ability ambush, uh-huh. I think he's gonna see him coming. And he's gonna have the drop on him. Maybe the wasset. Can get close, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he can land a, a final blow. I don't think he gets within range. So he's like coming around the corner with his little stubby legs. It's like, ah, ah, ah. Mm-hmm. and is like, "What the fuck is this?" Pew! He's just like a big corgi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A bloodthirsty giant corgi. Yeah, and the trapadero. Again, trepidero, but it's a telescopic two legs, so he can even get high as far as like his vital organs go. Then mm-hmm. he just starts, and he keeps him chucked in his cheek, so he's probably got a couple in there. Mm-hmm. So he just starts blasting him. If one doesn't knock him out, he just starts blasting him. So he started blasting. Yeah, he just went in there and started blasting. Mm-hmm. And the snow wasset's like, ah! oh yeah, yeah. That's how he goes when he gets knocked out. That's the sound he makes. So then the the tripodero yeah well, goes he, over there and tries to eat him whole. He struts over. But I feel like he's too big to do that. He'll chew him up, right? Gross. I know. Meanwhile, Steve is watching this thing go down. He's like, "I picked the wrong time to stop doing drugs." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I got to go find some meth. Where was that hospital at again? I got to go there. Steve's asking that, not me. It's in California. It's like Riverside. Yeah, I need some meth. Mm-hmm. And the uh, snow wasset is blasted and digested. Victim to the tripodero. First round of the fear division has come to a close. Yeah, so I'm not going to say what we've done because I'm going to say it wrong. But if that was like the quarterfinal, no. But you know what I'm getting at here. I do know what you're getting at. Yeah, that's fine. The uh, this would be the because uh, quarterfinals comes next, right? Yeah. Yep. And then the semi. No, even that's wrong, right? Because we do this every time. Yeah, that's why I wasn't even going to bother trying to do it. That's fair. So, first round of both divisions is complete. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. The weird division and the fear division. Ready to go. First round over. Nope. Round two. 
beginning and beyond next week. Next time. Yep, absolutely. And I mean, we got some crazy matchups coming up. They're not normal in any fashion. Nope. Just like all this bracket. It's all nonsense. Yeah, it's totally crazy. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, right. And it continues uh, next time. Yep. So, again, if you enjoy the program, leave us those. Um, I mean, just re- leave us a review. We love that, obviously. Tell us how you feel. Uh, we're in feared um, on the patreon.com slash we're in feared. Follow us on Instagram. That's mainly where we do things. We're in feared. I mean, if you want to leave us who you think is going to win, who you think is going to become Lambda's best friend, I'm going to keep saying it. Never like it, but that's the thing that's been established now. Um, and anchor.fm slash. It's going to be Steve. Yeah, it's. Oh my God. That's. The, <laughs> Lambda, I'm here for you. Or just like something happens to Steve and he gets like a ping on his phone. Ping. <laughs> it's like, Steve. Or just says, I'm here. And Steve's like, what do you mean? I'll be your friend. Mm-hmm. Steve's like, I got a few friends that don't deal you drugs. I could use a friend. (laughs) But yeah, at anchor.fm, you can leave us a voice message. That's just a wild thing that you can do. Yep. Yeah. Support us wherever you can. Um, Find us. And I mean, just brace yourself because I don't know what's going to happen next time. Cause narrowing things down is exciting and a fun time. But mm-hmm. when it gets time to like decide to make the ultimate decision. Yep. It'll be a ride. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. Buckle up and stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. <laughs>